Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of strange and paranormal news, scientists discover a black hole 33 billion times more massive than Earth's sun. As per IGN.com on Instagram, which can be found IGN-D-O-T-C-O-M, the ultra-massive black hole is one of the biggest ever discovered and might remain one of the biggest since scientists think they might not be able to get much bigger. A giant hole has appeared on the sun and it could send 1.8 million mile per hour solar winds towards Earth. As again, as per IGN, the coronal hole, which is around 18 to 20 Earths across, won't cause any structural damage, but may actually cause auroras to appear in parts of the world. And in other news, last year likely witnessed the brightest cosmic explosion since human civilization began. Scientists at Louisiana State University have confirmed that a rare gamma ray burst detected last year was likely the brightest burst at X-ray and gamma ray energies to occur since human civilization began. The spectacular event likely signaled the death of a star and the birth of a new black hole. Some incredible news from IGN. I always go to them because they post everything from movies to news about science and of course video games. So to get into today's podcast episode, Joey will be joining me momentarily as you guys know. If you don't know Joey Ayala, he will be a staple in season four. He is the expert in my opinion at Mysterious Construction. And during season one, one of my very first episodes, Joey came on to talk exactly what the episode was titled, and that was Mysterious Construction, where we talked about the pyramids and some of the most intriguing construction sites around the world. And he joined me on Flight 19, an episode about UFOs, I believe it was part two. It was titled, Wait, UFOs Aren't Real Now. And he was on the Instagram page that you guys hopefully follow SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. You've seen a lot of postings about Joey. So if you don't know, I will tell you again in season four, he will be joining me for episodes that correlate with mysterious construction and some conspiracy episodes, which I might have one planned out for next week's episode. I like to think ahead. So as my music dies down, I want to get ready to introduce Joey to the podcast as we will be discussing one of the United States' most mysterious constructions, and it takes place all the way down in Florida. So stay tuned for a momentary pause as I bring on my guest and a staple for season four, Joey Ayala. Everybody, welcome to the podcast and welcome back, Joey Ayala. Joey, welcome back, buddy. Good to be back, brother. Joey, uh, we are talking about something today that um, is one of the mysterious constructions of the United States, and it's in the state of Florida, and it's about Coral Castle, and Coral Castle, if I remember correctly, it was Edward Leinskin, Leedskin? Uh, Leedskallen. Scallen. Yeah. Edward Leedskallen, and he built this, what was it, 1920? It says 1920. It could have been earlier. Um, there's two variations of when he built it. 
I believe he built it twice. We'll get into that. Um, he built it from either 1900 to 1920. Um, and the controversy, obviously, behind it is that people suggest that he did it with supernatural abilities and, you know, levitation. And um, there's a lot of folklore around uh, Coral Castle that's in Homestead, Florida. I looked up Coral Castle since you told me about it briefly here and there. And then I was like, okay, this is going to be the day that we do the episode about Coral Castle. And I read up on it. It was one man, Edward Lee Scallon. Scallon, right? Mm -hmm. and I'm definitely not going to pronounce his name right throughout He's the episode. <laughs> yeah. So I read up on it and he was, first of all, the, the, he did this by himself. Right. But then you go and look at his bio and how, how tall he was. Like a hundred pounds. He was five, like a hundred pounds, and he was five foot. That was it, like yeah. five foot even. Wow. And he built this elaborate castle out of, of course, we hear limestone, right? The type of limestone which is heavily affiliated with the pyramids in Egypt. Right. And he did this by himself at nighttime, and he did it for his, which is a little weird, sixteen-year-old. Lover, like he loved this girl. Apparently, like See, I didn't he, even know about that. Yeah, so he had this this girl. He, I believe, at the time that he started, it, he was around his around twenty one, twenty two. He was in his early twenties, and apparently, he liked this girl. And I think the girl was showing him some interest, but not like full interest. And he built it as like this is going to be your castle, from what I read. And I think ultimately, to get beyond that story. She didn't end up like really coming to the castle. So he built this castle for this girl, apparently. But he the the methods that he built the castle are up for debate. Cause he was five foot. He was like 120, 110 pounds. He built it out of limestone and he did this at nighttime. Right. And if you look at pictures, obviously I'm I'm not on a video platform where you can see us and we could show photos, but if you see photos of this place, it looks like it does look old. It doesn't look... It doesn't look like anything that was constructed in the 20s. That's right. It does look very old. It looks like it something... It's of like Stonehenge. Right. It, it, it does. It looks in a, very... In a lot better condition. It looks very, very similar to Stonehenge. Right. So, but he also not only just... Not only built the castle. He built the... He built like a... Um, some kind of sundial or something with the stars where certain stars are visible through this hole through a column right he astronomically aligned the stars with with the, the stones yeah and that to do without any kind of i would say not at that time there was really no very limited technology but for him to do that by eye and with compasses to do that is very substantial right. so i'll let you take it away on some information about coral castle so, so we'll, back, we'll backtrack a little bit. So uh, he apparently built this uh, from 1900 to 1920, and there's some debate uh, on the first location. It is said that you know the current resting place of Coral Castle wasn't the original resting place, something to do with property, and he wasn't able to um, uh, get the deeds to the land. That I, he, I heard this, yeah. That he, that he originally put it on. Um, and then the stories got, got crazy from there because he took this entire complex and, he and, moved, and it. moved it like uh, something like 100 miles away uh, where it currently resides in, in Homestead, Florida. And these are no small stones, right? They're like 
five tons. Some of them are 10 tons. I think the biggest obelisk that he has is about 20 tons, um, which is impressive, especially if it's one man doing it by himself. Um, how How is he lifting the stones? How is the... Granted, we have like mechanical advantage at this time in the 1920s. We have like motors, we have engines, there's trucks. Very, um, very like, very old though. Very old, for sure. Um, so old that it's said that some of the trucks were that that were around um, wouldn't have been able to uh, tow some of the stones that he had. So how did he get it from one location to the other? It's it's up for debate. It's a little bit of a mystery. Um, so. He apparently built this in the cover of night, um, and he managed to carve these stones by himself. Uh, I think the total total tonnage of the entire complex is 1,100 tons of stone block. Um, what else can I find here? Yeah, there was definitely a right. lot of weight. It's, and- it's made from a sedimentary rock called ol- olite limestone, so um, very like a malleable limestone, not not as rough as the limestone, um, for instance, at the pyramids of Giza. Um, and it's it was called Coral Castle after he passed, I believe, um, because of the coral that was found in the in the limestone. Interesting. Um, another thing that I that I actually wasn't able to find was the quarry like where he cut those stones, where he quarried them from. I don't know if you found anything on that, but um, wherever wherever it was, let, let's just say I was looking up uh, limestone foundations, like maybe natural limestone foundations around Homestead, Florida, and there, there are none. So where where he got the uh, the stones is is of importance for sure. If we could touch touch back and figure that one out eventually. Because it'll give some idea of how hard and difficult this was. Do you was. know where the coral is, I would say, indigenous to? Because obviously Egypt had, you know, limestone and and was able to be used by whoever, because we don't know. And got to tell you something interesting. We might have someone else to debate you as well. My other friend, Joey, was talking to me before we filmed my 100th episode. So prior to filming, he was saying some some interesting stuff that he his wife told him about the pyramids but we'll touch on that later so but besides from Mike Deluna you might have <laughs> you might have another uh Joey to debate Every, everybody's got their but theories. indigenous the limestone i guess in in Egypt was indi- indigenous there so like you know we could we could so we could say wholeheartedly that they, they know where the quarries were that yeah they know where they got their material from how it was built in Egypt is completely totally different, different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but this obviously is not indigenous i'm looking at pictures right now i'm actually on my instagram page um on my laptop looking at a picture of Coral Castle, and it doesn't look like any type of rock that you would find, at least in that part of Florida. I would say, like, you go down to Key West, where it's more like more really like Caribbean esque. You'll you'll find like coral, you know, like sea coral, not like the rock that you named, the type of limestone that it is. But in that area over there, it, it looks very, very green, not right. sea green. You know what I mean? There's difference in in horticulture there. Mm-hmm. So that's very curious on where he could have gotten this, especially that he did this whole process by himself. By himself. So I, I have I have um, some backstory. It's it's probable that he didn't do it by himself, 
and he he had he had some help and they name dropped a man that actually helped him at least not move the stones but he helped him cut the stones because uh Leeds Galleon wasn't he wasn't a mason he had no knowledge on how to shape um limestone let's just say um so he did have someone in that regard to help him and i'll get the guy's name in a minute i'll pull it up and look it up um but it's said um that he used and if you're looking at the old pictures right um there's there's something called an a-frame it's basically a tripod and in this tripod there's these um these steel chains that these famous pictures of Leeds gallon using these these steel chain pulley system to possibly move these stones. This is how he got it done. But what was what was the tonnage of these stones? Right, right. So five tons, ten tons. Um, I think the obelisk at its heaviest was twenty, which is a tremendous amount of weight. So using this A-frame and this pulley system with chains, it just when you look at it, it seems like there's there's no way that that pulley system could. And again, I know nothing about leveraged pulley systems um so just off the bat looking at it i'm like how how there's there's no way that you could leverage that much weight just by him a hundred pound guy just pulling down on these change and watch watching that stone hoist so to put things into perspective like the the fact that if it was him and someone else that was cutting the stone right he was again when we said this already five five feet even probably around there. He was very short because at Coral, or at Coral Castle, when you're viewing it, there's a cutout of him, Edward Leeds Scallion, Scallion. And people stand next to this picture. I watched a YouTube video uh, last week on Coral Castle and there's a cutout. And the guy that took a picture next to the cutout of Edward, he's about 5'9", the guy that did this YouTube video. So, Whoever the help was, between the two of them, to use a pulley system is just I don't I don't think that's plausible. It does it doesn't seem so. But so there's there's some video actually that recently surfaced. Um and it's causing some stir and it's 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 people who are anti ancient um apocalypse. Uh, I guess Graham Hancock haters. I don't know what what else to call them because yeah. Graham Hancock is is he's of the idea that it's not aliens. This is a more advanced civilization that existed ten, twenty thousand years ago, maybe even thirty thousand years ago. But it was most definitely us. Off subject, right? Okay, and then you can get back on track. Wouldn't the alien thing be more of a hated subject as opposed to? an actual human advanced civilization. You would think that, You would right? think that. Like, why would why are people knocking a scientist? And right. we've seen this before with COVID, COVID, COVID. Uh, why are people knocking a scientist that has a theory? And there's evidence too, right? There's evidence of water damage to the pyramids and there's right, water right. damage to the Sphinx that they're knocking this very intelligent man that went to school He's an archaeologist, an anthropologist, and he's got every kind of ologist connected to him. And they're knocking that theory of a possibility that there was an advanced civilization. And it actually goes along the lines of what my friend Joey said and his wife, the information on their theory on how the pyramids were built, which I kind of related to, but also kind of rebuttaled it as well. And real quick is his theory or and his wife's theory, 
is that the Egyptians did in fact build the pyramids, right? And this is in the field of what we're talking about. They did in fact build the pyramids and they had technology that was advanced. But their theory, because it's the both of them, is that people invaded Egypt and took everything. And there was no recovery of these tools or machinery. And then I They'd said... still be found somewhere That's in the world. exactly no what way. I said to him. I said, Joey, that was the first thing I said to him. I said, well, if that was the case, which I do believe every country on that side of even the United States, there was people living here and the British came. Right. So every country had some form of invasion. Like the Mongolians invaded practically the entire into all of Europe and Japan. They once they got to Japan, they got fucked up yeah. by the samurai. They were like, "Nope, you ain't invading us." People that actually knew how to fight. He he's not too far off, but from, from from his thinking, right? That but, definitely happened because they took off the white casing limestone. It was gold, and, and yeah, and, it was and, gold and limestone. Exactly. So and they, they, they took, took that off and and they they repurposed it for other things around Egypt, other buildings, right. other structures. But at some point, archaeologists go everywhere. And they've never found something to be like, hey, if Egypt did get invaded and they brought it back to, let's say, uh, I don't know, Istanbul or or somewhere in Ireland, right? Or even in the UK, because a lot of explorers came from Italy in the United Kingdom. Where is it? Where is what they use? It would have been found. Something would have been found. Something. It never was talked about. But there's, there's, there's a whole underground... Um, Theoretically, right? There's a whole underground system in Egypt under the pyramids, under the Sphinx. This is this might be where all that advanced equipment is that was utilized to, you know, build the architecture up in that city. Um, there is a famous Egyptologist, and he's Egyptian. I believe he's Egyptian. Um, his name is Zahi Hawash. He and, is. He's and Egyptian. Yeah. These guys, Graham Hancock and Zahi Hawash, they hate one another. I don't think Graham Hancock hates him as much, but Graham is of the idea that he kind of wants to prove him wrong on things. And Zahi Huash never wants to debate him on anything. And I think the reason is because Egypt brings in how much money, I don't, every year in, in just tourism alone, right? And And they're very proud of this, you know, this is the... This is our ancestors. We built this. We were smart enough to do this. It's their stake in the world of to, to, to hold pride of that the Egyptians built the pyramids. Now, the pharaonic dynasties um, that he says built the pyramids probably didn't build the pyramids. Um, they want to say that because it's their people. That's, I have an it's answer. Their, it's their lineage. I have an answer to you. I think question. they found it and they inherited that city and tried to repurpose that city after some kind of we touched natural that, calamity. We touched that on the Seraphim of Saqqara. Yeah. That it's possible people came and discovered what was already pre-built based on just the the sketching on the on the sarcophagi that, that it doesn't match the initial object. It doesn't. Not, they, even, it, not even some of the construction. Like, it's funny because some of the lower construction in Egypt is more sophisticated than the stuff than the stuff that's on the surface level. How is it that the stuff that's buried deeper is more sophisticated, heavier stones? Like, 
paper thin like edges where you can't get a razor or a piece of paper in right. between these stones. Right. But yet the the newer structures is a little bit poorly built. Ex- exactly. So I got I had to Google it real quick because I was interested. Tourist arrivals reached a pinnacle in 2010 by reaching 14.7 million visitors, and this is in Egypt. Revenues from tourism reached the highest point at 12.6 billion in the physical year between 2018 and 2019. In the year 2020, tourism-related revenues dropped, obviously because of COVID, 70% to 4 billion, and that was because of COVID. And Egypt is just because of the pyramids of Giza is one of the most iconic tourist spots. You have Egypt and then you go down to South Africa, which is a, another tourist spot. Then you go to Italy, you have Rome because of the, the of the, the theater there and the, um, the Colosseum rather. You have the, the, the Tower of Pisa. You go, I, I believe England is where Stonehenge is, is mm-hmm. located, right? England or Ireland. I, I got a little brain fart there. I think it's England. I think it's England. Yeah. yeah. You got Stonehenge there. That's a spot that people like to go. Obviously, China, if you want to dare go over there right now. You have the Great Wall of China. In Japan, you have Tokyo and you have Mount Fuji. So all throughout the world, there's these famous locations and the pyramids bring in some of the most, you know, some of, a lot of tourists rather because of the pyramids alone. And then the actual city of Egypt, which is, you know, right there next to the pyramid. People don't realize they see the pyramids of Giza and they just think it's desert. You have to go into the desert to see these things. Literally, right. no, like city. literally miles away, like a mile or two away is, is the city. And you yeah, can yeah. see you that. You can stay your... in a hotel that's like feet away. Yeah, from, you could yeah. see those the pyramids from certain buildings in, yeah. in Egypt. But that theory is what Joey and his wife have. And that, you know, they, they built it, they did. And I kind of re- could, 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 you know, sway to that. But you got to prove to me that this is a, a, it's a great theory. I believe it. But where is everything they built? And it leads back to um, Edward Scallon. And just because it's stolen doesn't take away from the the sheer magnitude and force and intelligence that it took to, to make that At that time. Site, like, right? And to get back to Leeds Scallon, um, the reason why we bring up Egypt is because it's relevant. He claimed that he knew the secrets of the Egyptians and how they built the pyramids. That was a big claim. And the reason we're talking about this episode is the fact that for that, people – there's a lot of theories on how he built Coral Castle. And what Joey and I are trying to do right now is validate or talk about some of the points. There's a theory that he had help from aliens. There's a theory that he used sound manipulation, which is a theory for Egypt. And there's a theory that he found the the basic – um, what Egyptians, some people believe the Egyptians is used a technique or hidden mechanic to build the pyramids and he found it. So proceed, Joey. So um, Leeds Gallen, uh, I mean, the first time I heard about him was on Ancient Aliens. I had no ex- like idea that this site existed in Florida. When we do film, I, I the the first episode we actually film film, I, I have to have you have your hair like that guy from Ancient Alien. <laughs> Just so we can bring it back to the meme making day, the meme if, wars. If you wear the tinfoil hat. I wear the tin, I wear the tinfoil hat naked. <laughs> but I, Keep your clothes uh, on. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Leeds Gallon. I first heard about him on, on Ancient Aliens and it was this really compelling episode where they're like how did this guy do this and they talked about 
um, the, I mean, this just goes back to the 1920s. Not that you could find too many people who were alive back then, but the stories are there. Like my grandfather told me that he watched these stones levitate and he saw Leeds Gallon do it at night kind of, kind of thing. Like people would sneak over to see how he was doing this. Um, and so all these like lore stories were built around Leeds Gallon. There is one story of one person claiming to witness him building this, like he did sneak over. There's one person. I, um, I would love to to. to I saw it when I in in like the midst of going through what is we're going to talk about. I mean, it's possible. I, it's possible, but the the story, if I remember correctly, is he snuck to the property and saw him saw something levitating. Like he saw a block levitating, and Edward was at the at, on the floor as this thing was levitating. And then there's stories of um, an anthropologist or archaeologist that he went to. I think you sent me this video where these um, monks had a cave right. on a cliff and they started playing drums and I believe trumpets or something. And there was a rock on the floor. And, and it they, started to levitate. But after a long time, it took a while. It took a while. And they kept playing the drums and the drum, and then eventually this thing levitated and shot on a perfect angle to a cave and the rock closed the cave hole. And this is something that they did. Now, that is, to me, like telling me like, Pokemon are real. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just something that y- it's a story. It's, you have to have evidence for you. You definitely have to. And, um, so recently some evidence came, came through of, um, Leeds Gallon using these mechanically advantaged a frames and lever wenches. The lever wench was for him to pull the stones on wooden slabs. And he'd use this lever wench and just kind of effortlessly, kick it over to one side to the other, just like a wrench. Like you'd like you'd get leverage from a wrench to screw down a bolt even tighter. And he would back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then this thing you'd, so now in this video that just recently surfaced of Leeds Gallon moving these stones, you can see the, the wood rollers underneath the stone makes you wonder how he got the stone on the wood rollers to begin with. There's plenty of ways to do it. That's one subject, but him kind of just effortless, effortlessly using this lever wench to move this stone, but it didn't move very fast. Um, so my thing is, if he got this done in in a very short amount of time and only at night, this thing would have took a hundred years for him to build. There had to be a little. I feel like there had to for him to be there. There had to have been a better way for him to build this. Um, now, the well, video before you before you get into that, I, I found an interesting clip from someone that I hope to be like, hopefully soon. Place ten stones a day. Yeah, it would take you six hundred sixty-four years to make the pyramid. There's two million three hundred thousand stones mm. in the Great Pyramid. Mm. I more and more think that it's very likely that the entire world experienced a cataclysmic disaster yes. around eleven thousand eight hundred yeah. twelve thousand years ago, yeah. somewhere in that range. Yeah. And it knocked us back into the Stone Age. Dude, but yeah. those people who were around before that yeah. were probably more sophisticated than we are. We're thinking of technology only as technology that we've implemented, yeah. like these microphones yeah. and cell phones and shit. But it's possible there was a completely different branch of technology. Yeah. So that was a, a clip from one of Joe Rogan's podcast episodes. 
And it's interesting because he really breaks things down. And people really knock Joe Rogan, but he's highly intelligent. It's He says it would take 664 years to build that the pyramids of Giza. That's all three of them that are there. That's the ones that are the, the famous so it's ones. It's like close to eight generations of people. 2,300 million stones. Not 1,000. 2,300,000 stones. And it, it, it's... It would take, like he said, 600 plus years to build three of those pyramids. And like you were talking about before, it is so pinpoint precision and it's aligned with stars and it's, it's perfectly, you could see it, it's perfectly aligned from overhead and there's no gaps and there's tunnels that for whatever reason, Egyptologists don't want to they be explored. They there. don't want you to go down there. It's, and they, it, there was a video I was watching where. Even the Sphinx, Zahi Huash, she was like, uh, they patched a, it up. They had, covered they, it up. They, 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 he had a famous line. He said, Indiana Jones wishes he was down here. He's like, we are here for the first time ever. And he went down there and took a look and the camera is kind of like, just like cut off after that. And that video is still, you, you know, Googleable. It's still, you can still look it up on YouTube. But, um, anytime you ask him about it, he gets upset and he says, there's nothing down there. You know, it was just a small little area. So show the area. Show the small area that you walked down into, but they won't do it. It's completely closed off now. It was it about a month ago, maybe three weeks. Um, I did a reel on it, which I've got to catch up on doing my reels. But they found another tunnel in the great, the the, the main pyramid yeah, yeah, out of the, the three. The great pyramid. And there's plenty of chambers that they haven't found yet. The there's new, no doubt about it. The news just went silent after that. Like, you know, they're actively exploring it. Like, what is there? And... If they gave us one picture, yeah, it, it, it just looked you know like, they didn't take one picture, but they gave us one. It just picture. looked like a tunnel that led to nowhere, and obviously it leads to something. And if you want to be open to people and you're finding things, don't keep it a secret. That's just openly sure. discuss what you're finding and what is there. Why was that sealed up? Why is there tunnels in the Seraphim of Sakar that are sealed up? Why can't? Why do people get mad when you ask why we can't go there? What? Why? What is the reason? Why? It's it just it's mind boggling. But going back to uh, Mr. Edward Scatlin, uh, Scatlin, <laughs> I can't it's pronounce that. Uh, I'm telling Scallon. you, I can't tell you how many episodes I've done. I've I've done a hundred. This is like I think the hundred and third episode, and I have butchered so many names. <laughs> I will never be good at pronouncing names. I'm sorry. The territory. So this A frame that he used in this new video that surfaced on YouTube. Is this guy? Uh, his page is what's his what's his page? This uh, his page is SDG Sacred Geometry Decoded. Now it's a pretty good page, and he does make some compelling stuff. But there's still a lot of questions left unanswered. And now he's the type of guy who will give you this this one piece of evidence, right? I'm watching his videos unbiasedly. Like I like to find out the truth. I want to know whether it, if if it really is a mystery or did somebody solve it and crack it. And right off the bat, just watching a bunch of his videos, him flattening stones, like using granite to smooth out granite, kind of prove that he can level out granite, make it completely symmetrical from one end to the other without any divots. Um, and he used uh, some more, some mortar, basically like some mud, um, some some zinc, and, and then one other uh, compound. And he kind of makes this little mix. I'll send you his... Uh, 
his link. But yeah, Sacred Geometry Decoded, if you check him out. He, he makes this little stuff, and then he'll, he'll put that stuff on the stone. And he's grinding away, grinding away, grinding away. Finally, he gets to like the two-hour mark. And now this thing is completely like flat and level from front to back. Kind of like what you would see at like Puma Punku. And it's like, okay, that's compelling. That's pretty cool that he was able to do that. But you're doing that with just one slab and another slab. These guys made made it into a, part of my language, but a fucking H-frame, right? This looks like something that was like made on a on a factory line, one after the other after the other, and they're the same. We're talking about Pumapungu right now. We're, talking, mm-hmm. we're not talking about Leeds Gallon. So at back, a high elevation, yeah, exactly. So back to this guy's videos. He he does this video, kind of trying to like debunk the ancient apocalypse theory that mankind really isn't as old as we think it is. These things were done relatively at the same time. Blah blah, blah. nonsense, right? Oh, we know that because of the disparity between the types of construction from one time period to another. It was really advanced, you know, early on. And then as we moved forward in time, all of a sudden there was like a degradation in technology. Um, It's almost like knowledge was lost, right? So he goes back and he shows uh, these lead scallon with with these steel chains. Like, this is it. This is how the pyramids were built. And now in the video, you could see the A-frame I'm looking at it right now. You can see the A-frame and you see this pretty large stone and Leeds Gallon kind of like pulling on the chain. He's not really pulling on it. He's kind of looking at it. And here, I'll, I'll play it for you. You can see it there. He's probably talking. He paused the video at this point. But um, you'll you'll see the stone under there and he starts to go into like the, the, the mechanical advantages of these of these pulley systems and how they work, how they how one chain pulls the other, takes away some of the stress of, of and there's a, a bunch of steel chains. There's no doubt about it. And they're saying that's really him? They're saying that that's, that's Leeds Gallon moving these stones. Um, and for all I know, it could be, right? I, I know it's him. I know it's it's Coral Castle. It looks the surrounding sites look like it. And when you go to Coral Castle, you there's, there's a little area where he created like a shed, like this stone shed. And his pulley systems are, till this day, they're still in that shed. So by all means... Did he use these pulley systems to pull ton tonnages of stone? Yes. Did I do I think he did it alone? Absolutely fucking not. I think he had a team of people that were like helping him create this. There's no way that he did it by himself. It would have taken too long. Um, and he, it was built what within 20 years or something like that. Yes, I, I maybe even less. There's just no way someone would have saw you building it. There would have been more footage. And well, then, cameras were a thing back then. And they were a thing yeah, back the then. The cameras so, were a thing. Video is a little... He, and there's definitely footage of him doing it. My my problem with the footage is that it looks like it's kind of like... It looks like it's cherry-picked a little bit. It shows him using the lever winch, and it shows a stone moving very fucking slow. And he maybe gave that lever winch like five or six or... T- count them when you watch the video. Probably like five or six or ten Dude. pumps. And this stone barely moved on... So like... How long did it really take you to get that stone to the area you wanted? And then now you got to hook up your tripod. Now you got to make your tripod. That takes time. Let me tell you something, dude. I I, I mentioned where I work uh, in like the end of season one, early season two. Um, I don't openly say it anymore, even though I have coworkers listening. But uh, just because of the fact that I don't want anyone to get offended and because, you know, we're living in crazy times. But beyond that, I digress. There's a lot of things at my job that require me lifting things that are heavy from 
buckets of unmade cement, which is powder, which I was doing today, mixing it, and it's time consuming. And I was working, I was helping my Absolutely. coworker today mix cement, go up a ladder, give it to him while he's on top of this basically a cage and he's cementing something, okay? It took us from 10:30 to about a quarter to 3, 3 o'clock to finish patchwork in this in this in this building, okay? That's that's one. Then the other aspect of my job is we use a pulley system for doors that have to open and close. We use a very thick cable, different sizes, and we use a you know wench and we use uh, conduits where we run the wire through and then we attach a handle and these open these doors. Now occasionally through this pulley system to open these doors, you know, things get stuck. And there are people at my job that operate it. We fix it. We build it sometimes that have trouble opening a door that's on a, on a, on a, on a rack, you know, like on a glide and using the pulley system that have trouble opening it. And these are, you know, and then sometimes they have people helping them. So two people open it and it's wood cables, conduits, wenches, and a pulley system. And we're talking about modern times pulling a system, you know, like similar, not, not yeah, identical. I, I, I found it so you can take a look but at it. But just having trouble now to do that. And it's pulling a, a, a wood door, thick wood, a thick, yeah, yeah. not tons of, not tons of, of limestone. Stone. Now check this out. It shows, this is why I don't like the video. You can't be like, oh, this is evidence. Lead Scallon used all these things to build this. It's like, and then there's someone who posed a theory that Lead Scallon found this site. That it is a site that existed for who knows how long, maybe thousands of years, and it was originally there. And some people kind of in Homestead, Florida, talk about like, oh, he didn't build that. He repurposed things and, and he made it better a little bit, but he didn't. Well, that's what, um, I don't know if I have the video on me, but that's what this, I, I watched. I saw, I saw your reel, actually. You posted it. I watched this guy a lot on um on on TikTok, I I act first of all. I, I think he sounds like Kano from. Uh, <laughs> he does. I, he sounds like Kano from from Mortal Kombat. But let me. I'll play the video. Willis, and I don't know why, but somebody is telling a lie. This is Coral Castle, located in the suburbs of Homestead, Florida, built by one man, Edward Leedskin. He pronounced it right. And I'm not sure about you, but I think that these guys find buildings and claim it for themselves. So you're trying to tell me. So what he just said right there, and, and um, what his is, 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 is Insta, his Instagram name is uh, one foul, one foul something on TikTok actually. Um, and I watch his videos because number one is. It's something about his voice. He's got that voice like Jason Statham. <laughs> and he's talking about conspiracy theories about the Egyptians and Edward Lee scowling. <laughs> but he said right there in his video that he, he, that he possibly found this. He didn't say it was aliens. He didn't say it was right, right. ancient. He said he found it and then maybe did extra work to it. Right. I which do, is I a do the, think with, that he did for sure. It's a theory that just doesn't, it does, it goes beyond Coral Castle. It goes to Egypt too, that the Egyptians. And I don't want to take anything away from him because I do think that maybe he, he might've built the, like the more plausible thing is that yes, he did build the whole thing, but he built it with help, not by himself. I can't hear. I'll show you, look, check this video out. He's, he's 
I'm going to flip the laptop around. He's got the lever wench going. And you can see how how fast it's going. It's not going very fast. Now, look how fast that stone is. It's not even budging. It's like little by little. So you're telling me these these inches, he's got to he's got to do this. And he's working during the daytime, not at night by, you know. But the reports are he worked at night. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so if this is real, a real video, it is debunking. I mean, that is Coral Castle for sure. Like it, it looks like it. The surrounding areas, there was there was some of the the moon face stone behind him. So it definitely is, and that's definitely a stone that's being moved at Coral Castle. But it was it was so slow that this guy had to work tirelessly day and night. There's no way that he did this just at night. So that that lore, throw that lore out the window. This guy and in 1920s, right? In the early late 19 no street lights. Eight, it was late 1800s, early 19 right? Right, right. There's no street lights. You're in Florida. It's warm. It's dark. There's no street lights like that. So there's no I mean what did you light up with? Exactly. You know, like, you have like, to see what you're doing to some degree to have the level of accuracy that he did. So, so we're he, gonna we're gonna throw out one of our theories, right? We're gonna throw the alien theory out. It wasn't aliens. I definitely throw the alien. Theory okay, out. good. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't agree with aliens on in this case. Maybe the Egypt thing a little bit, but not not here. So, and then there's this the theory that Lead Scallon used magnetism, that he had uh, knowledge of magnetism, and you could look it up in his writings and stuff like that. I don't know how true that is. I didn't go. I went down a few rabbit holes. I didn't want to go too far down that one because I was like, all right. It's now, almost Easter, so right, rabbit holes I, are I know, okay. Right? <laughs> They're a thing now. So I would have had to like start looking up his original works, read some of his, his original writings. But how would you magnetize limestone? How would I even find that? To be, yeah, to like with? what do you – What do you like? I, I, could, I could get behind – someone finding big ass magnets and using like the opposites to move. Like, you know, you put something on a right, magnet right. and you turn it around and you can, move. but where are you getting magnets? So like? from what I hear, everything has frequency and it's a, it's about finding the right frequency to be able to, but that manipulate goes, the matter, but that, in that goes stone. into the sound manipulation that more than the magnets, more than the magnetism, but like it, it's probably all tied together, right? Like sound manipulation plus, you know, a, t a type of magnetism. I don't know. I I would have to, like I said, I would have to go down that magnetism rabbit hole. But I believe the videos. The videos are here of him, like of a of a block being hoisted by that a frame that he has. Um, it doesn't show him placing the stone. It doesn't show him using the pulley system, like just using it. So the video cuts. Like it'll show him using the chains, like he's pulling the chains. But you don't see anything getting hoisted. It's just him pulling the chains. And then it cuts to a clip of the stone floating, kind of right. It's it. You can see that this it's levitated on the chains. It's hanging from this A-frame system, and he's kind of like peering over Lead Scallon, looking at the stone. Does and beyond that, that's all the clips that we have. And people are like, you see, boom, there's the proof. Like he didn't use, he didn't have any help. He could have done this all by himself. He was just using like ancient leverage systems that we've known about for a long time and they're not even that ancient they go back to See, like the 1900s this is this is such old video and photos and a, and a story and a, of an actual place we're living in times now where you know with, with everything going on you could take you could say anything is evidence you can alter things right, you, right. You, you can you, alter it. it's until there's concrete fact like what is undisputed that we can that we can talk about undisputable deniable fact that still gets debated, but undisputed. Dinosaurs were real. We found bones, yeah. right? We can we can 100% say 
Like if let's just say we never discovered bones, dinosaur Shit, bones. you can't even say water is wet these days. No, you can't. <laughs> you really can't. Water might not be. <laughs> I identify as water. All right, let me stop. So if there was no bones found of no fossils, right? No dinosaur fossils, right? And we said to one another, hey, Joey, there was 14, 15 foot alligator like things walking around the earth on two legs, bipedal. And we never found fossils. You would say to me, you're absolutely nuts, right? Kind of like what everyone said to me years ago about aliens and UFOs, right? But we have fossils. Now, not so much. Now everyone's like, yeah, yeah, so what? They exist. Yeah. Well, yeah. now nah, my friend Charlie, forget about it. I, I mentioned Charlie every episode. He posted the other day, he goes, and people believe aliens are, are real. Ha ha ha. Like, dude. He, uh, maybe he's just scared of aliens. I, I don't, he's got this religious <laughs> thing going on. He drives me crazy. I, I have to see him for a haircut next week. And, I, and I'm praying to God that he does not talk about COVID, aliens, the Bible. <laughs> I just hope we can have a sports conversation. It's that it's getting crazy. But I'm just saying that we have proof of certain things. The fire, right. like it's undisputed proof. You know, things like this will I, I I my podcast can go on until I die because we're never really gonna know. I, I'm sure if we took a trip down to Florida and we went there, it, it they're they're gonna have their- I I think it's possible that eventually we will know. I think that AI will get so smart and they'll eventually be able to tell us exactly the truth of of every situation with with all available information we're really not going to know until the the higher ups that don't want you to know start releasing information i'm a strong believer that there is evidence or people know things and we're not allowed to know everything that's a that's a fact yeah it, sure. it, 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 it's it'll, definitely... it'll alter religion it'll alter human history they don't want you to know that it that a more advanced civilization lived on this earth once before us. And they thought of technology on a very different plane than we did. I believe, you know, that there is, you know, and I could say, I could say it. I've talked about them uh, about 10, 12 episodes ago, maybe less, but I believe like there is this organization. I believe the NWO is very real and I believe they control everything. And I, mean, I be- of course they are the world and, economic and either forum either next forward. week or the or two weeks from now we're gonna do a big episode on that in regards to everything going on without getting political but we're gonna talk about stuff but I believe that they control everything and I believe that things like Coral Castle the pyramids Puma Punku Stonehenge um, Easter Island I believe that we know how it was built but we don't know they know and for whatever the reason is. They don't want us to know. I don't know why. I I don't know why. I think that there's a reason why so many people hate Joe Rogan. You know, Joe Rogan is hated because he gave his opinion on COVID. He gives his opinion on this ancient apocalypse stuff. Graham Hancock shouldn't be hated. Someone like Graham Hancock should be on should be revered on Discovery Channel. You know, because you don't do you notice that you don't really see him on Discovery? Did you notice that on history? You do. On history, but, you know, how often? And you can't get him into the same room with another renowned archaeologist. That's, you know. Not even Zahir Wash himself. No, not the, the, him. The greatest, not, not know, quote, uh, unquote, Egyptologist there is right now. Not the guy just lies upon lies. Neil deGrasse. Lies. None, like, didn't these people no, want None of them want to debate him. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You, you can't even get uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson in the room with one of the pilots who've seen these UFOs and talk about the movement of them. 
like with their own two eyes. We're talking about like naval intelligence officers that have been given the green light to like talk about what they're seeing. Fucking Neil deGrasse would probably, you know, chop it up to like, oh, there could be this weather phenomenon. And then the access of the, just come up with some stupid bullshit. And you See, just want to like smack the guy. In like, my opinion. Bro, the dude just to told you he saw something. that he evaded that a UFO fucking evaded him and he chased it down and then it dipped into the fucking ocean and came right, back out on a right angle at 13,000 miles an hour. And and you're just like, no, oh, you didn't see that. You know, you what you saw was a phenomenon, probably like shut the fuck up. You know, dude. Yeah, I listen. I, I'm <laughs> I feel like people that won't to be he's 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 paid. He's a he's a paid, you know, operative there, to keep these. Secrets, it drives you know? me crazy. And we and we see him, dude, we're seeing this a lot, a lot, a lot. There's people that um, what's that? I, he's very popular. And I didn't. um very, very popular now. His name is, um, he's from England. He's from London. He was poor. I, God, I hate when I draw blanks to names. A rant was it? Um, Randall Carson. Yes. Yeah. Randall and Carson is he, a man. He, he just knows. I feel stuff. like people that came from poverty and that were bums, and I hate to say this, but like, I'm glad he cleaned up. He was very, he was very bad into drugs. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was. He would. He said it on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was like, I was heavy into drugs, and he did all this weird stuff to kind of, you know, turn himself around. Even like taking a a, a bath with a, another bum naked in a bathtub. I I heard that. I'm quote me if I'm, I mean I'm just saying this uh paraphrasing, yeah, but yeah. he he took a bath with like a bum to like to, to turn him. So I don't know. I heard this on Joe Rogan's podcast <laughs> and there's clips too that, but some weird shit, but he, did, um, did he, did he actually get his degree in, in archeology? span I think he did. I don't, I don't really know, but you know, I was watching a clip because I was getting to my point here. He's the, he's on um, Bill Maurer who I've grown to like lately, you know, and he, he made it to Bill's show. He made it on Bill's show. Bill's Holy Bill's shit. not. Yeah, he's he, big time. He's, he's, Turned it around. Like, you know, I used to think differently of him and he's like starting to see past without getting uh, political. He's, he's always been like he's, liberal conservative. Yeah. He's no, he was, he's a Democrat and oh, he, I know. That's why, that's why and I said, he's like, he's like, been, like saying like slash conservative. he's a real Democrat without getting political. Like he, he, he'll call his political party out on bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like this is bullshit what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, so he calls uh, out both sides. Yeah. Sure. He, he, he's like calls out both sides, but he was on Bill Maurer's show. Okay. And I guess there was a um, big time producer from like MSNBC or one of those, those those outlets, and he's telling people, "This is the better." And the guy is trying to talk over him as he's making valid points live on Bill Maurer's show. So you have people like that when you try to tell the facts or talk or debate, they talk over you, right? Right, right. Then you got people that just won't debate you, like they just were like, "I don't want to." No, no. And there's a reason for that. Because they're so set in their ways that they're afraid of what they're going to hear or they're afraid of what everyone else is going to hear. We've seen this and I'll, at least like I said, I don't, I, on my podcast, I keep the politics to a minimal. I talk about politics when it coincides with the topic I'm talking about. Right. I did it with COVID, right? In, when, when COVID was a thing, right? Doctors. With their their doctorate, their, their piece of paper that says I've went to school, they were shut down from talking about a lot of things that three years later and change are are actual things they said. Right. And what I why I'm saying this is a lot of things won't be discussed with the other side 
for whatever reason. And it, it's crazy that people won't debate things. Neil deGrasse won't talk to Bill, uh, to John, uh, to Graham Hancock, or he won't talk to Billy Carson, or he won't talk to Joe Rogan, or he won't talk to uh, Jeremy Corbell. Why? Why won't you guys have a civilized conversation? Two brains in a room would two brains, two intelligent brains in a room, give out more knowledge than one brain not wanting to talk to the other. It, it that's just that's my opinion. It's like there are, people are at ends with information because information is power, you know, especially like in in this ancient apocalypse thing uh they can't just concede to that right away without them having the findings the the money is in the findings right the person who the person who discovers these new things is the person that's going to be it's going to be rich you watched ancient apocalypse yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff it's it's too compelling for it to be bullshit very compelling it, it it really is. If you sit there and you watch every episode and you watch the carbon dating methods that they use, especially like um, the site like Gobekli Tempe, it was buried underground and boom, it was dug up. They know they know for a fact that the um, the organic material at the lowest point of of that complex was about ten thousand plus years ago. So if they're getting that reading from the carbon dating. That it was that long ago. And this, I mean, we're talking about at Gobekli, Gobekli Tempe, if you look it up, these it's like Stonehenge. Like, but intricate carvings and, and like uh, a primitive people did not do this. Hunter-gatherers did not make this. These are people that had a settlement. They had laws, rules, regulation. They had a civilization, a big civilization, because it's a monumental achievement. And it happened 5,000 years before the pyramids, apparently. If, if not... The pyramids are the same age as Gobekli Tempe. It's it's very possible that that's that's actually the truth as well. Um, but Zahi Wash and everybody like when Rand when Randall Carlson or Graham Hancock bring up Gobekli Tempe, everybody it's like radio silence. No one wants to talk about it because they know that these are monolithic structures, heavy stones that was what built by guys who were hunting with sticks and and collecting berries. Come on. Yeah, no. It's, uh, these are people that knew mathematics. They knew about A-frames, lever wedges, whatever like mechanical leverage that they had, they used. And my whole thing is like, so to to get back to um, Edward Ed, Edward Lee Scallion, Lee Scallion? and and, and Edward Castle, <laughs> this guy used modern uh, stuff from from our century, right? From the twenty first century. Um, he used steel chains. We didn't have steel chains. He used lever wenches that we had in the 1900s. So he's using mechanical advantage to move these stones that we knew about, right? That we, and granted, people aren't even doing it today. So it's that, that still in itself is a lost um, tech piece of technology. I still uh, refer probably back a to... simple piece of technology, but it's still lost. Like if you look up lever wenches on YouTube, you'll get like, uh, there's a video that says collapse rate part one, collapse rate part two. It'll show you how mechanical lever wenches work. Like I watch them. I still don't fucking get it. <laughs> I don't know math like that, but it seems plausible. Like if you set these things up, will it take, will it take the weight off and make it easier to pull this weight? For sure. Probably. Um, but when you're talking about something that's 20 tons, 30 tons, then it becomes like difficult. Then you're talking about multiple chains mm -hmm. and you do see that lead Scallon had these, you know, steel chains, but in ancient times, guess what? There's no steel. There's no steel. Well, I mean, they they, it, they had copper. 
they had, had they had types of like but did they have chains like or did they use ropes so what like Edward, if they if they people are proposing that how lead scallon built these now right now that ever since that video came up it's starting to make its waves through the internet you'll see it come through eventually um now that this video is available and it's a shitty video to be honest it just shows him standing over a the, the rock as well this is we're talking about 1920s as, the video 1920 yeah. as the rocks being suspended from the chains right you just so he's standing above it and that's all it shows it doesn't show him placing these rocks into perfect formation none of that um but it is 1920s so the film is not that great or whatever but he did have i guess centuries and decades advantage in what he built for sure you know and and I always say, I always refer to this video to it. What, what I played the clip with Joe Rogan. There's, there's a video of an excavator trying to get this 50 ton, 60 ton, maybe even a hundred ton brick, like move it. And it, it's, it's putting its, you know, it's digger into the, the stone, the brick, and it's picking itself up because this brick is so heavy. Yeah, there's no way. And, and you know, this is like modern our, our machinery. Mechanical our advantage mechanical can't, advantage can't do, can't do what was built. Right. We could, we could do certain things, but yep, definitely decades. not Years and years stones. ago. You know, it's, it's crazy. We're going to take a momentary pause, then we're going to come right back. And we're back from our pause. And in between taking the pause, me and Joey were talking about, you know, the fact that these pulley systems, in order to make these pulley systems, these A-frames, H-frame pulley systems, right? If Edward was doing it in Florida, it's a little plausible, right? But we were just talking about if they use something to that extent in Egypt, how much longer it would have took to build the pyramids, three of them. Impossible. Impossible. And two two million three hundred thousand stones. Yeah. Four hundred and fifty five feet high. And we just Googled the um the height of the pyramid. You said four hundred and fifty something feet? Four hundred and fifty five feet. That's probably like five stories, six stories around there, right? Mm-hmm. So it to to make a ramp that big and then strategically place these bricks and things like that on uh, uh to perfectly, but by the way, is is impossible. But we'll get back to the pyramids. But let's go back to Edward here. So we're we're talking about how he used these these pulley systems, and possibly wasn't by himself, as the story goes. Right. And there was a guy. His I believe his name is. We could probably Google it really quick. His name is Lewis something Ed. You just type in Elite Scallons. We got dual, dual laptops today, right. man. We got it's, it's breaking like, it out. You know, my chat GPT is actually down. Really? Yeah, it's saying something went wrong. So I'm kind of asking. They're that. um they're putting chat GPT five into effect. I Oof. think like this week, or they're saying it's a game changer. But anyway, that's a we should do an episode on on AI soon. It's gonna get out of hand. It's we're looking it at a iRobot. iRobot. Yeah, it's. The new the news regarding it every day. That video you sent me was it? I looked at it today, and I'm and I'm sorry for the slow responses because work is just kicking my ass the last three weeks. But the video of like, can you change this to this image and and would you record an image of yourself and it can morph you into something? That's just batshit crazy to me. (laughs) I mean, like we're 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 gonna be I don't know we're either gonna be nuked in the next couple of years or we're gonna be 
like living in like a legit matrix. Yeah, for sure. This I I, I definitely found this guy's name. It's Lewis something. He was a stonemason, and the guy did help him. I don't know how many people helped Leeds Gallon, and for all we know, for sure, could he have used mechanic? There are videos showing that the stone was levitating from these steel chains, but this is no way. There's no way that you can look to these examples of this guy making this megalith in in more modern times and say, boom, that's how everything was done in ancient times. You see, man can do it. It just takes a little ingenuity and, and smarts. Like, yes, of course. But why aren't we doing it right now? How come nobody's figured it out right now? And I think the answer is, is because we look to the past and we try to figure out new ways to replicate it so we can so we can say like hey you see like we can do it but still not to the sharpness and the degree that they did it but yeah you give us some more time we'll be able to figure so it out it shouldn't have to take time right so it sh- it, sh- it should be easy exactly that's you exactly know, the point it's been rem- remnating with me if that's even a word it that ever since we had the episode with the seraphim of sakar and I mentioned Mike, right, who, who probably hasn't listened to any of these episodes. His ears probably burn as we talk about him every week. And I keep saying, like, when we do have this debating episode, which will be fun, how can you prove to him that the Egyptians that he, you know, he's, he's one of those Graham Hancock haters. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But he's one of those. Like, doesn't think that there was an ancient civil. Well, I mean, he actually might think that there was advanced civilization but I mean, he definitely, definitely doesn't were advanced we yeah we he doesn't believe it was aliens of what you they know do today you know and i'm actually getting off the whole my my thoughts and beliefs are getting off of the alien things i you know at one point i think you and i both believe that aliens did help but now we're kind of like it, it was an ancient civilization before the egyptians that well, we know maybe of. we're the fucking aliens maybe we came from there, there's a video online of uh man i forget this astronaut's name um, but he's an Apollo astronaut. Man walked on the moon, and he's on. Did he? Like, he well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did he? he? He's on. He's on MSNBC, and he says, "You'd be surprised to know that you know we're the aliens because one day a civilization was dying, and they had to get on a spaceship and come somewhere." And he's like, "That's kind of what we're doing now. We're creating a space-faring civilization so that when the event happens, that you know we destroy ourselves, we can go somewhere else and then repopulate somewhere." So else. you're saying we're all Clark Kent, basically? Yeah. So it, I, it might not be far fetched that we're from Krypton. You know? I, like, I I wish it came with the perks, yeah, right? You know, but I keep googling. So when we you're have thinking about X ray vision, aren't you? X ray vision. I'm looking at the fl- actually the flying thing would be the best. I don't even <laughs> put away the strength thing. The flying thing would be awesome. You know, you can just fly right now to Egypt. But Joe, come on, let's go. Let's take a look at it, at it for ourselves. But I keep googling. You know, like do archaeologists hundred percent know how we built the pyramids? Absolutely and not. Google it, Google, you know, it, there's a lot of people out there like, yeah, Google it. Look, look, he, you know, it says assumed that this is how it was built. Not this is how it was built. Assumed like there's theories. And the one thing that stays in my head when I had this conversation with DeLuna a long time ago now is, bro, you, I'm telling you, bro, this is how they built it. It's they, they use pulleys. And they used ramps, and I'm like, but how did they like you? They you you can't. So, ch- so check this out. If that's if that's the road and the hill that people want to die on, 
It definitely wasn't that. Yeah, and I feel like I strongly know it wasn't that. And if he was if here right the, now, you know what he was, bro, Joey, Joey, come on, Joey. This I, is not. I'd be like, g- give me one second. So, and they'll say it's 4,000 years ago. Modern Egyptology says around 4,000 years ago, we know that that was when the pyramids were constructed. And there's no information on that either, by the way. Um, it's a guesstimate. Um and we don't even know if the pharaonic dynasties even built it. That's one. There's no actual written proof of that. Uh, I could be wrong there. Somebody will probably call me out and check me out on that. But I doubt it because I've, I've, I've looked for it. Um, but f- 4,000 years had passed. Do you know when the next time was that we built a structure that was taller than the Great Pyramid? Like when, when did mankind finally build something that was bigger than... The pyramids. I would I would assume the Tower of Babel. I think that was probably before, right? The pyramids before that, right? So before you're saying, well, I mean, the when Tower was the, of Babel. We don't even know where it, it, it's a the site could have been. It's a modern day uh, old wise man's tale, right? You know, it, it, presumably it's talked about, but I'm sure it probably existed. It probably got destroyed, but it, but in no way, shape, or form was it even a a, a structure that could hold its candle to the pyramids because the pyramids are still here. Everything else is fucking gone, right? And it wasn't until 1887 that the Eiffel Tower was built and took its reign as the tallest structure on earth. So for 4,000 years, mankind was twiddling their thumbs, doing nothing, had what had no clue on how to build something that was taller than the pyramids of Giza. That is, that is extremely wild to me, is that no one ever... I mean, people knew about the, right? That Everyone knew that they existed at that point. So many people had visited Egypt and saw these structures, but no one said, hey, like, I'm an architect. Can I build something that big? And they probably said, there was a simple answer that every fucking architect came to at that time was like, no, we can't build something that big until technology evolved. And then, okay, we know how to use steel now. Now we right. can build. So the, 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 the Eiffel Tower is... Literally a, a structure. You can go to the top and see Paris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's pretty much all it is. It's an elevator. You know, we saw it on what? Uh, was it Rush Hour? Was it Rush Hour? Or was... Uh, it's nothing... I mean, Shanghai. It's, it's pretty, but it's nothing it, special, right? Like, these these movies that, you know, they is it's featured in movies. It's one of, it's, it's one of the it's a, it's, tourist attractions in the world, right? right. Part of the iconography of, of France and but it the was, way that it... But it's just basically a tower where you can... <clears throat> it's a structure, right? It's an observatory. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a structure, and you go up there, and you could see Paris, and you take the elevator back down, right? It was. It took two years, two months, and five days. I had to Google it to to build it in eighteen from January eighteen eighty seven to March thirty first eighteen eighty nine, right? So it took two years to construct just a structure. I'm trying to put things in perspective. Just a structure that you can go up and down in, right? The pyramids are more elaborate. Coral Castle is more elaborate by far than the Eiffel Tower. So check this out. The Eiffel Tower is 10,100 tons, right? And now if you Google one of the bricks of Egypt, <laughs> one, one of the, I knew you were going with it. Probably. <laughs> one of the bricks in the pyramids of Giza. Um, or maybe two. No, is... no, it's definitely a, a reasonable amount. So, like, let's see. P, the weight. 
I would I would say maybe twenty or thirty, maybe I could be wrong, but twenty and thirty of. So those. keep that in mind. Eiffel Tower's uh, ten ten thousand one hundred tons. Okay. Right? And the Pyramid of Giza is thirteen billion pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, okay, so like I got to type in tons so we know what it is in tons. So it's pyramids weigh 5.9 million, 5.9 million metric tons. That's you too. What, what we've done, you know. So it's still 4,000 years later and still we cannot touch what they did, what they've done. Like we, we can't even get close to being able to call and ourselves architects by comparison. And we're what, talking, the comparison is like comparing an iPhone to a rotary phone. You know what I mean? And what we talked about earlier is the fact that these pyramids were built and assumption they used ramps and pulleys and water to guide the stones and bring the stones in the limestone to build and construct it constructed right this but we haven't found anything that they use we we what what we, we talked about Seferibus Sakar they had chisels like in some archaeological uh museums chisels and, and picks that the Egyptians used to carve hieroglyphics right we haven't found the pulley system the picks. we haven't pa- found ramps or wood there granted there was more greenery in Egypt at that time but where is everything they used I do like this page, though. I will give it credit, and I think everybody should kind of check it out if they get a chance. But don't don't go down that that far skepticism um, mentality when you're watching this page. It's it's sacred geometry decoded on YouTube. He shows him grinding down a hard piece of black granite with another piece of black granite using that little mortar. And he's kind of like scratching. So it took him two hours to get it almost perfectly flat. Still wasn't perfectly flat, but it was did a good job. And, and the polish on it wasn't that great. He kept talking about the polish. He's like, oh, you see it's polished. Definitely not as polished as what you saw at the Seraphim's car. This thing is like, if you put some water on it and clean it up, take the dust off of it, it's like glass. It's like looking at black glass. You could almost see your reflection in it. That's how beautiful these boxes are. And for him to sit there and make comparison, like, hey, you see, I did it. I, yeah, you grinded down the stone enough to make it flat. It looks good. It's nowhere near what they did and the, they must have had some kind of machining tools to be able to get it done on the grand scale of what it was because what was this? we talked about this the stats from the seraphim of car those boxes were like 40 se- tons 70 no 70, 70 i tons. think right 70 tons um the insides are perfect corners perfect edges like when you're getting to the corners like how do you how do you manufacture that? How do you get them so perfectly straight? Are you using other granite slabs to smooth them I out? Mean, I mean, it would take you fucking a thousand. I don't know when. Take you a thousand years. I don't know box, when the like. first speed square was invented, which is something carpenters use, and I've been using a lot lately in my tenure of my job to get the perfect line or the perfect angle. You know what I mean? Right. They obviously uh, levels were something that wasn't invented at that time. I'm sure they had ways of balancing something to say, hey, if we put this log here and balance it, it'll show us whether or not we're on level on level ground. And not for nothing, if you ever try walking at the beach, Egypt just Egypt's a desert. And there was like I said, there was more greenery at that time. You know, it's hard to walk on sand because sand never really 
levels out. You step on one part of the sand, you're going to give a little. Yeah. And you know, they're in in order for them to level the circumference of the area they built the pyramids, they would have needed water to kind of let like or a road. And the road is kind of like there are still like these and people say that the most impressive thing about the pyramids is like no one ever notices what they're walking on when they're actually getting up to the pyramids. There's a whole base that was laid out of megalithic stones that are like precisely put together and closed that nothing gets through them. It, that's insane to me. No, everyone's so fixated on looking up that they never realize. Look like, down. Look down at what you're walking on. It's a magnificent piece. Of Not only that, it, what's what's further below it is probably no one's gonna know. Like there's I tunnels you can go in, but you don't. There's it goes deeper than that. Yeah. Not to mention when the Sphinx was found. There's a photo. Of By the that. way, the speed the speed square was invented in 1925. So that's quite some time ago to to get. You know, to make a perfect line or make an angle, because that's what we. You know, my my I, whole thing is like, four thousand years go by. The pyramids are built. Four thousand years go by, and nothing, not an ounce of intelligence on anywhere near of what they did was recreated and at any part of the world in any given time. Maybe except the, except Mexico, the Luxor in 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 Vegas, right? You know what I mean? But that was. You know, it's a modern structure yeah. by comparison. It's like steel and frames. Yeah, and- the you know, it's crazy. You, you, there's a there's a photo that's circulating, and I've seen it fairly recently, like within the month, of the Sphinx before it was really discovered. And this is the Sphinx, which is pretty close, I believe, to the pyramids, and it showed the Sphinx's head. That's buried. it. Buried. Buried. So, how much did they dig? You don't even really. I mean, I'm sure they know. We don't know how far down does those pyramids go. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. How far down does that that there's a Joe Rogan? I wish I knew the guy's name, but he had this guest on, and they just were going, at, you know, just talking some really crazy history stuff, really crazy Egyptology stuff. And he even said, in the Sphinx, there's a tunnel that they won't let you go. They won't let you go. That's right. Yeah. Like, like, so how far down? Does the history go that we don't know? Well, they about. say by the time that the pyramids were built, the Sphinx was already um, a ruin that had been destroyed for thousands of years. That it, that it's that old. That the people who built the pyramids, are obviously architectural marvels of their day, and they'd rival today's architects. There's no doubt about it. They built this thing like within a degree, a couple of degrees of true north. And the the only reason why it's probably off from true, like you wouldn't go and set out to do something so difficult, you know what I mean? Like, and no one does anything that difficult today. We don't make structures just, today. Just that think of precise. Put this into perspective too. When we've gone hiking, right? And let's say uh, well, I actually don't know. I've I haven't really checked where we park when we go, right? But how long it takes us to get back to the car? And actually, we look. We've there's been a couple of times we looked at our phones to figure out where we're parked, with with you know north, south, east, west, and and degrees that we we drop a pin on our phone and we're like, oh, we got to make sure w-. that we're getting back. And we're wandering. having trouble just finding the car. And these people <laughs> built right. These I do. They're, I, they're, they're, so, mo- they're moving stones thousands of miles, so, and 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 aligned with stars, and 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 you know, just using the night sky, they're dragging these stones thousands yeah. of miles. But to my credit, though, 
We always make it out of Harriman State Park. Yeah, we do. I, I do a pretty good job of getting us the hell out of there. It's crazy, man. It, it really is. And and we're actually trailing off Coral Castle. So let's get back well, on. To I Coral. definitely love this topic, though. Because it is. You know, it's it's still relevant because you, Lead Scallion built this megalithic stru- structure, you know, in modern times and claim that he knew the secrets. And if you go to Coral Castle, it looks like some of the stuff you'll but see. Did but, not, but, but, but did he? But did he? But yeah. did he? So there's this, there's this, um, there's a door, the famous door at Coral Castle, the spinning door. It doesn't spin anymore. It's it's, it's too heavy. They, they couldn't fix it, right? They couldn't some, fix yeah. it. They don't know how. They can't that, fix the it. That's, that's the they can't fix something. But when they took it apart, uh, they claim that he used some of these, um, uh, these bearings, these, these, um, these metal bearings and they showed the company that built the metal bearings in the 1900s. Um, but he kind of like fashioned it, put it together to make these bearings fit in the stone, drilled some holes in the stone. And so this, this thing spun perfectly and was within an inch of a degree of being like needing no mortar. When you close this, you know, when you close the door, it's, it's like perfectly aligned, measured from one stone to the next. So, it doesn't spin anymore, but when they took it apart, they're like, oh, you see, it's it's not some kind of magical, you know, magnetic thing that he's using. He used a ball bearing. Everybody knows what a ball bearing is, so there's nothing special going on here. What is special going on here is that he engineered this by himself? No, definitely not by himself. Do I think that he used a ball bearing? Yeah, of course. But do I think that he, I think he had a lot of help. Um, I think that this is this is people in in modern times trying to debunk what was going on in ancient history and say, hey, look, we've, you know, some somebody duplicated what was going on over there. But if you go to Coral Castle, it's not even close by comparison. It's a beautiful, like, structure, but everything is rigid. It's not like, it's not perfect. It's not cut. like the pyramids. It's, it's not sharp. It's not yeah. like the pyramids. You're not looking at, like, uh... You're not looking at like a master mason type of work. You know, these the stones in, in Egypt and even other parts of Mexico and Pumapunku and in South America. Now, these were civilizations that machined these stones perfectly before they laid them. These are people who loved the labor that they did and... And were smart because you had the Mayan yeah, calendar the, oh too. Oh my God. Just absolutely. They, I mean, they had observatories. I've, I've been to Chichen Itza and when you're standing there in Chichen Itza and you're looking at the observatory, you're like, holy shit, that's, that looks like an ancient observatory. And it's exactly what it is, but you're just kind of mind blown that we've had these ideas for that long period of time. Even that- the sound, I was watching a video. Uh, I believe it's one of the Mayan pyramids, the Mayan temples. Uh, or it, I have a video. I'm, I'll send it to he, you. I have a video the, of me clapping. Yes, that's not where. That's in South. It, uh, it's in Chichen Itza. It's not in South America. It's, it's in Mexico. Mexico. Um, you clap so, and it reverbs. It, it, so they, it was built so elaborately. They that acoustically resonated the stairs to make a spit so that the sound of the clap goes into the chamber and comes back and sounds like the bird, a bird that lives native to that part of Mexico. Um. And, and I've heard the bird and then the clap. It sounds exactly the same. That's in, it's, it's in, insane. It, and how do you do this in a time period where there are no computers? There's nothing that's going to guide you to say, hey, don't put this step there or take this angle and not that angle so that you can get the acoustic that's, resonance it's, correct. It's mind-boggling it's, it's, to even think about there's how they I can I feel do, like there's no doubt that there was computers involved in the construction. Well, there's a lot of talk. And, and, and again, we're – 
We're trailing. I'm sorry, Edward, but you might not be as interesting as we do it, Mr. Scallon. But we is an epi- there's not a, there's a clip that I watch, and it's on an episode of Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan's the man, so I mean, you're going to hear us mention him a lot. Where the, he's talking to someone, he has he so much to say shit that other people are not. Oh, there's there's other guys now. There's a comedian now. He has a podcast that he's talking about this stuff now too. He's uh he had this guy on his on his show, and um he has a lot of guys on his show that, and he brings up the the pyramid stuff a lot. And he's like, "Is that guy have a? Is does this picture? Does he have a watch on? Yeah. Is this guy driving a car? Is that a helicopter? Like, there's shit in these hieroglyphics. And I and I've said this a lot. Things that are in hieroglyphics and cave paintings and drawings that have been, you know, encased and and brought through time in mud, you right. know, because they just found footprints of a dinosaur in, in Texas underwater, you know, because it dried up and they found the mud. So there's things imprinted. There's ways they did it." Things they saw at that time period were, oh, I, I, I seen this, so I'm going to go right on wall. What I saw, they, what they saw, they used hieroglyphics. figurines. And pig- There's a figurine of a guy with some wings, and it looks like he's wearing a space suit. They made it because they saw it. That's the only explanation that I can come up with. You know what I mean? Like kids like in, in we'll, we'll, we'll venture into the paranormal on this podcast. Kids that see weird shit to their parents and like, I see a man and their moms get concerned. Like, what man? It's just me, you and daddy. No, I saw him. Okay, draw a picture of what you saw. And then they draw it. I'm taking my kid to the psychiatrist. They draw, well, but they're drawing it either (laughs) because they have an imagination or in, in a lot of these paranormal cases, they saw something. There's a case where this daughter saw this, this guy in the paranormal in, in their apartment that they rented and the mother figured out a f- the whole fucking murder case from that, from that. That's, that's trippy. You know, like they, like it's crazy shit, but back to the, the archeological aspect, what they saw at that time period, they drew, whether it was hieroglyphics or cave paintings or figurines, like you you're said. always going to try to express uh, to the best of your ability to document your history. Right, and that's the best way that they knew how. They didn't have a written history. We write it. We type it. You know, yeah. like tomorrow is an unprecedented day in 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 United States history. Tomorrow, for, it's going to be the first time a president has been ever. Know, yeah, it's going to be written. In, in, it's going to be written. It, it's going to be you know whatever the outcome tomorrow. We know what's going to happen, and then then for going forward as a court case. But it's all written down forever in our history mm-hmm. and, and that's but, how they but, did but it think, back. Of, think about a time in which let's say we there's a cataclysm wipes us out and the next the next race or not the next race let's say the next um you the next civilization the right. next humans that take over right they lost their way they don't even speak english anymore they speak a collaboration of languages and they forgot how to read and write and speak english and none of the words are the same anymore because thousands of years have gone by you're not going to know you're asked from your elbow about the history of the united states you're not going to you're not going to care they're going to know something they're going to know some things like hey all these buildings are here but we don't know why they're here yeah think about think <laughs> about the here. first person it was that, the gods that's the, think that's about the first archaeologist that dug up a, a tomb and and found in the tomb what they were buried with like the first mummy that was uncovered why are they wrapped in cloth why were they buried with these statues you know it's it's that's what would inevitably be happening but getting back to edward scallion the um let's take a theory here like so we're going to rule out obviously we ruled out the alien thing right? right and we're kind of ruling it out with the egyptology stuff 
Did he build this by himself? No. That's your answer. Yes. You want to phone a friend? <laughs> I, I don't have that many friends. I, I don't. Yeah. You have to hear in this podcast, you're like, Joey. Uh, yeah. But I, I'll be honest with you. I, the stories that perpetuate on social media is that he built this by himself. I don't think he did. There's, I, 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 and, and just, I don't think it was magnetism. I do think he built it. Um, I do think it was difficult. I think it was a, a labor of love of a lot of different men that got behind him to make for this happen. a woman apparently too for for not just a woman but for for money. girls make us do crazy things they knew man. they knew that they were going to make this a site for people to visit and for it to make money it still makes money today you can probably google how much money it makes let um, me do that per per year and and ed ed knew that this would make him money it, it's just a site that's pretty magnificent there's large stones and a lot of it, it leaves a lot of wonder and mystery on how it was done, especially if you did it mostly in secret with most with most people not watching how you work. You know, it leaves it leaves a mystery about the place and people are going to want to visit it and people are going to spend money to visit it. So he knew this. I think the people that probably helped him knew this. Um, there was probably some money made for quite some time off of Coral Castle and still till this day. I mean, I just Googled. And it, it, I am not seeing what it makes per year, but it it's no, saying of what it, I don't want to put that. What's the admission price? Well, it says here it's at simplyhired.com. Coral Castle salaries. I'm assuming they're talking about the same one. Right. It says thirty two thousand starting all the way up to sixty three to one hundred twenty two thousand. Um, it's telling me a whole bunch of the history. It's reviews of. Of the Coral Castle. It doesn't say how much. I'm trying to find how much it makes per year. As far as. I feel like it's one of those places when you get there. They're like hey yeah it's like $30 a head. You and then you around. leave. And you leave disappointed now. And why you listen to this <laughs> podcast episode about. <laughs> Coral Castle. You're probably going to walk around fucking Coral Castle for like 10 minutes. I'm going to get sued for my money back. Like I need <laughs> you to give me your money. Because I listened to your podcast episode. It's oh, from the pictures though. This place looks. I've, and I've. Lived, I would. I've go. lived in Florida. And I've never been. I didn't I, know. What I would go. It my, was, it's literally like two hours away from where I live. My bucket list is to go to Florida. Uh, at some point again. My aunt. I don't oh, know. It costs eighteen dollars to go to Coral. So it's Castle. not terrible. It's not you get eighteen dollars at Yankee Stadium for a beer. That's true. So my aunt, I don't know if she does. She has a house in Key West. I have yet to go, and I'm thirty six years old. And I I want to ask her if it if we can go. But yeah, we definitely got to plan a trip. I want to go to Florida. I want to see Coral Castle, and I also want to go to the museum where Robert the Doll is. And take pictures. No, you could do that on your own. I'm not bringing no demons home with me, man. <laughs> I had a. I, I'm risking it just by sitting here with you. No, well, we don't talk about paranormal stuff. We talk about the history. We could do an episode about ghosts one day Listen, with you. I'll, I'll jump in, but <laughs> you know, everybody knows you as the history the, buff of the my light, show. The lights start flickering. The mic is going down. Billy, have a good night. <laughs> Listen, I got you to. I got you to Van Cortland Park, man. That was that was that was something, you know. You know, people don't know. I mean, if you're if new to the podcast or, or you know, you haven't been following um, or people have Joey, you know, he's my history buff on season four. But he came to a, a investigation that I did fairly recently back in uh, July or June of, of, of 2022. I'll, I'll entertain stuff, you know, like I 100 percent most definitely will. And he has a newfound hate for fireflies. 
<laughs> so I was like, let's get the fuck out. So it's eighteen dollars to get in. So they're not really bringing. They're not really bringing it. I can't imagine them bringing in that much. But it, it, it is the sight to see. So can we rule out that he possibly used sound manipulation? Mm, oh, I'd say you could rule it out like ninety percent. So you know, try. Sorry to hate. Sorry to well. Sorry to burst the social media bubble because I, you know, kind of did with the Andrew Dawson and the Giant. And, you know, this has been circulating a little bit on social media. But Coral Castle, you know, it looks like he did have some kind of hell. It had to be, given his physical attributes. Edward Scally, Scallion, I'm going to. And, and it's not an impossible feat. I mean, there are some great aspects of Coral Castle. It took him Don't 20 years to build it supposedly by himself. There are some perfectly fitting stones there that they're. The weight of them is tremendous, some of them, right? But again, when you watch some of the videos, quote unquote, that are supposedly him moving it with a lever wench, this stone is moving like it, it would take it would take a day from to get it from one side of the castle to the other. I'll be honest with you. you know? My my opinion on this, basically, that we talked about it and even compared it to Egypt. I, I honestly think he might have well I was just gonna I was just gonna say he stumbled upon it upon it. That could be. But then no, it can't be because he moved it. That's what they say, right? He right. Moved he moved. Thing. He moved the whole thing. So, so could like, that be a fabricated you, lie? Yeah. Did you discover it and move it? Like that's that's a feat of itself, right? You know, to take something that you that, imagine moving Stonehenge. We're gonna move Stonehenge. We're gonna move it to New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that Joey's showing me a picture right now of of people on top of the of the pyramid. Which that picture alone should go and show you. Like, there's no way they used ramps. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> come on. You know, we're going to, you know, just for everyone tuning in that enjoys the podcast, me and Joey, we're going to do a full out episode on the, on the pyramids. We're going to do a part two of mysterious construction, but today's episode was about Edward Scallion and, and him, people saying that he built something that we, it's remarkable. It really is given his physical attributes standing in at five foot and maybe 110 pounds for him to have done that is a very substantial feat. However, there is no way. You know, based on what Joey and I talked about today, that he could have done it by himself. And there is still a mystery to how he could have done it because people don't really know. Right. They don't know whether yep. he had help. That's our 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 theory. He, how, how many subscribers do you have on Instagram? 5,045. All right. We get to 15,000 subscribers. Me and, me and Billy will go to Egypt. We're going to do an episode in Egypt by the Great Pyramids. I got to have to get 15, my passport. Get your passport. I'm going to have to get my passport <laughs> and a real hell of an excuse. I'm going to say it now. I'm putting it out there. You can make a clip of this. We And we'll book a trip. We'll go out there and you'll see us just like. And Joey knows, or he may not know, but I am petrified of flying. So you're asking me to go across the water, <laughs> over water for like a 10-hour flight We're to going. Egypt. We're going. It's going to be life-changing. Yeah. Well, listen, if that it, that's a good thing you did for me because if I can get 15,000 – I'm working on getting verified right now. Like, 15,000 15, and we're booking a trip. Let's, I, let's I'm actually, make it happen. I'm working on getting verified without paying. I'm actually working on getting verified. I, I sent my, my second attempt to Instagram to get verified because what happens with the verifications – like first of all, you could pay for it. That's the thing now, right? right? You can uh, – Twitter's making people pay and you can pay on Instagram and Facebook to get verified. I'm not paying $15 a month to do that. So I requested a second verification. The reason I'm doing that is I see pages that are what I do. 
getting hacked. And I can't afford for my page to get hacked. I put too much time in. I, I, yeah. I will cry. So the reason <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm trying to get verified here, I mean, I put the request out for the second time because I got denied once already, is so that that can't happen. So like you know, all my hard work and people that love this podcast can know that I'm not getting hacked. And, you know, the uh, content. Listen, it'll be a fun time. We'll go to Egypt. We'll try to brush up on your Egyptian. We got to learn how to speak the language. What, what do they speak over there? I don't even know. Egypt, Egyptian. Uh, so I think that's like they, they have their own like that's a, you Google it real quick. I, <laughs> I I'm pretty sure they 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 speak uh, I it's Egyptian. It's an Egyptian dialect. They, there's a, right, a, right. a whole language. I'm I'm assuming that's what they speak there. Just, I sound really ignorant right now. Yeah, I, I would say Egyptian. I, I don't know. I mean, well, we're waiting for the the Google. So, but I'm I'm sure it's like you know e- Egyptian. Um, it's their own. I know it's part of Africa. Not that bad at uh <laughs> we know at, we know our geography. Geography, I, yeah, but I, I do think it's they have their own language. I I, I Arabic, I'm, Arabic. So Arabic? No, no, brush up on your Arabic. See, I knew I knew it wasn't. I was like, well, Egyptian. That doesn't sound right. Uh yeah, definitely. Arabic. I had a feeling. Yeah, that's a tough language. So brush up on your Arabic. We got we gotta navigate and speak. Fifteen to if listen, I'll tell you why. If we hit if 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 that we would hit be a fi- hilarious episode. And we could film live from Egypt, like, yo, we're going into, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to go down this tunnel, Joey, but I think we're going to go anyways. <laughs> we're going to be in the We're going to get arrested. arrested. <laughs> we're going to have uh, 15,000 subscribers. We'll get arrested in Egypt. I'll, I'll climb it. If we get 15,000. I think you are allowed to climb to a certain ex- a point, and then they say you and can't say, go. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to keep going. Yeah, I, there's a guy that skydived, and he got arrested. Yeah, I, heard Man, I don't know what happened to him. They said it's punishable up to three years in prison. There was a dude who recently did it though, and and like they just told him to like erase the footage of what he got up there, and then they let him go. But there was it's nothing. And he did, and he he like he saved it to a cloud anyway, so it didn't matter that oh, he erased it. I, I I don't know if this is it'd be a joke to some, but I'll wait for a different president to expedite me out of there because <laughs> I don't want to be stuck in Egyptian prison. Although I, I don't think it's that as, as bad as other countries, like other countries, like obviously Probably Russia not. and Venezuela. But yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like I was just saying, like I'd have to figure out a good time span to get out of work, two weeks, three weeks vacation. But if I hit 15K and, and the podcast blew up, hopefully we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, about taking Listen, off from work. I'll, I'll, fu- I'll fund some of your trip just so we go. I have to go. It's on the bucket list. That, that, you know what? But Egypt's too, since on my no, bucket since list. Nobody else is interested in it, but me and you, we, Japan we is go. on my bucket list. And I'm just petrified to take a flight that long. Japan is on my bucket list. And I, you know, my, my, my grandma, my other grandmother, my father, I, I have a site, a Japanese site for you that we could do an episode on. We'll get to that. Uh, the Unigani monument. When you get a chance, look that up. That's, well, we have, a, that's a rabbit. So hole this is episode, I, if I'm not mistaken, 103. So I'm doing a hundred episodes in in order to. Complete. Oh, we'll get to it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to trying to to do season because I actually never I never realized the the amount of episodes I do. Like you know, and then just season one, I think I did like around forty or something episodes, and then I said, okay, season one's done. But I'm actually focused on season four having a hundred episodes. So we have a lot to talk about to get. You know, this is only one hundred three. You know, of of a hundred. So. There's a lot of stuff that I want to cover, and I like doing this the history stuff because it just goes to show you, like the, you know, I don't what is what, in a nutshell. What is that about? Is it paranormal esque or is it? It is paranormal esque. I mean, it, until we can like verifiably say that they didn't use. You got to send me the link to this because I'll, I'll Google it tonight and I'll YouTube it and start watching it so that we can do an episode. Uh, it's ne- it, I have an idea for an episode next week. I just don't know if I want to. You touch ready, on you ready it. for the kicker? The Unigani Monument is underwater. 
and it's probably been and there's like debate on whether or not it's actually a pyramid or if it's like a natural structure but it's almost that debate is almost certainly ended and it turns out it's it's more than likely that this thing is a construction site of some sort and it is massive it's bigger than the pyramids really mm-hmm. i never heard of this is this like new new discovery no nah, definitely not it's been around no one wants to talk about it because it's like this thing is is it's, it's underwater gonna it's gonna it's, it's been underwater for like the last 30,000 years it's gonna years. blow the pyramids out of the water that's and i don't think i feel like they, the whole world as a whole wants wants the greatest historical place to be the pyramids right but not no more or no or no or no, no less, less about it. It makes money and they have a story about it that's compelling. And it's like we know the time periods it was made. We know the pharaohs that ruled. Well, it brings create, in money. You're saying it's money it, is it everything. Money. money is everything. We and know the if you go on history, it. you go on History Channel, right? What are they talking about on just the History Channel? Because Discovery Plus is a whole other entity. But if you just turn on the History Channel, see they're like any war: World War One, Two, Vietnam. You know, desert like modern storm. American history, or or what the ancient, ancient times. Yeah. So you know, it, it, it's that's it makes the money. So I, I feel like it has to be solely, even though it's it's not just Egypt. It's histories, everything. But you know, I guess that's it. But we're gonna look into that. We got a lot of stuff that we're gonna take. You know, we're gonna my podcast is gonna have a lot more ghost talk. I kind of straight upon it, uh, straight away from it rather. Um, I did an episode not too long ago, uh, actually last week with Lindsay. From There's the ch- definitely some ghost stuff that we can cover in Egypt if we go there. That's for sure. Oh, no doubt about it. And yeah, sometimes you don't really talk about. But we're gonna have. I'm gonna have more ghost stuff for you. I've kind of sh- like swayed away from it. I don't know if you guys. Last week I had Lindsay from the Chilling Podcast on. That was a great episode. I had a lot of people say, uh, coworkers that listened in, and there'll be more of that. Uh, next week I'm trying to to be determined on what it's gonna be. I have I have two ideas. So Joey may be back next week for something, or I might uh, do an episode paranormal-esque next week but i think i might have joey back next week for an episode but just gonna be a lot more as you hear joey has ideas i have ideas so there's gonna be a lot more stuff which leads me to thank spotify for podcasters which was formerly known as anchor if you have a podcast idea and you're looking for a way to get it out there spotify for podcasters is a free app that you can download on your phone tablet or computer and get your idea formulated so that you can get your podcast out there and the best thing about spotify for podcasters is completely free and once you're done doing your episode when you air it it will air to spotify and many other podcasting outlets so i'd like to thank spotify for podcasters for giving me this opportunity to talk with Joey, my special guest and staple for season four. Joey, thanks for coming back on, man. Oh, We're, I'll, I guess I'll pleasure, see you man. next week. We're going to be – Joey and I are in touch like every day. He's sending me stuff on IG. I'm sending him stuff. We got ideas. Season four is going to be really good. So I hope you uh, enjoyed this episode about Coral Castle. And, and, of course, we strayed back into the Egyptology stuff, which is always interesting. It does correlate with this, this story of Coral Castle to, to an extent. Yep, absolutely. Joey, thanks for being back on. Everybody, if you want to follow me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. Hopefully when you go on in the next day or two, you see me verified. Otherwise, I got denied again, and that's my yeah, – we'll keep, we'll keep trying. That's my final attempt. <laughs> 15Ks, we're going to Egypt, guys. 15K, 15K, we're going to Egypt. We're going to keep saying that at the end of the But show podcast. love to this podcast too because I love the following on Instagram, but I want my podcast to get listened to just a little bit more. It's doing well. But I want everybody to listen because we have some interesting stuff to talk about. And until next time, that's been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. Thank you.